Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and I Abby, are in shock. I'm extremely upset. My son got married in Dear Ann Landers, I'm very happy to hear that his wife is working out of the woman here at She thinks way too much of herself. She had to get married. Dear Pod. Real hard, man. Yeah, yeah. Real hard. Uh, well, wait, to go back to before when we were talking about rats, <laughs> what started this rat conversation, just out of curiosity? Um, what? Oh, I think I think it was that I asked Jules. Yes. Oh, yes. That's what I call, that's our loving term for him Jules. back here. Yes, Great. our producer I asked Jules. Patrick. Okay, because I <laughs> wanted to be sure who we were talking about. <laughs> Great, I, but I didn't want to. She's wanna, new here. But I didn't want to say if you had an alternate identity for the podcast, oh. then I didn't want to step on that, and then I bring you out of character. Oh my gosh, you know, she's so sensitive been, to the situation. That would have been such a good idea. Oh, to have an alternate. <laughs> I'm just coming in here and ripping shit that up. That would have been oh, helpful. <laughs> three years ago, <laughs> the big three years <laughs> ago. Uh, There's a callback already. We're not even 10 minutes in. Well, but Patrick, I was asking Patrick where he lives. And so we were talking about like getting, you know, in and out of the city. And you had said that you hadn't driven your car for three weeks and that you knew somebody whose car had been infested with rats. A, Excuse a nest. me. Yeah. So in their engine. In, yeah. In yeah. Okay. Engine. Let yeah. me tell you the fact that I heard this past week. Can't that, wait. That will haunt me for the rest oh of my, my life. God. Okay. I like that. So, friend of mine working with this exterminator Uh tells a fun fact about going into a rat's nest under the city. Like, if you are working as an exterminator in New York, you have to love what you do. Yeah. Can you imagine showing up in that situation? So, they had to go go to a rat's nest that was underground. I'm literally eating a donut. Well, (laughs) at least you're not eating a meat product. Okay. Sure. Sure. So, he's working with, like, this, like, apprentice exterminator. Uh Uh-huh. And they're underground and it's dark and they have flashlights and the apprentice is just shaking. Oh like my he's God. nervous. He's yeah. nervous. And the guy says to him, who's been in this business for a long time, obviously, he's yeah. like, you're going to want to keep that light on them because if that light goes off, they they swarm, uh. they attack, and they will eat you. What? They will eat you. Like we think, oh, Wait. whatever, rats. If you are in the dark with a rat's nest, yeah. they yeah. will swarm, Shut up. attack, stop this is so and uncomfortable. You. Thank God that's not strawberry frosted. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is that rat? It, by the way, the, the secret ingredient is rat. Is like that right for chef. strawberry? So No. Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying. Anything sort of bloody looking. Like oh, if you were eating a sure, jelly sure, donut, sure. we'd have more Got of that. Maybe okay. if you said jelly donut instead of... Like yeah, a, I know. Yeah. I was, but you yeah. guys, it's early. It I'm still coming on board. No, for you know? sure. Yeah, I'm glad yeah. this is just they the warm-up. They swarm. Yeah. And they will attack you. When you, you say nest, yeah. is it just like a group of them or is it an actual like a nest? With really like, great question. Like is it like that they're like that they, building? Yeah. Right. I like, like a, that he like made the motion thing. people yeah. of like knitting. Yeah. <laughs> Do like, they knit a, a nest? This, does this trash make me look fat? I don't know. So like, uh-huh. <laughs> does this trash look like a home yet? I can't believe you're eating that. I Open imagine them like sleeping on top of each other. I don't know if that's accurate. I see swarming. Yeah. Uh, like, I just see a clump of them. Right. But I'm sure they're protecting something. Everything's got to have a nest. Fair. Yeah. You right. know, that's uh, where right. we all begin. Yeah. What? Isn't that... <sighs> well, maybe me. What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> nesting. Everything has uh-huh. a nest. Every animal comes from a nest. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Maybe. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
What? Well, that like that's the impulse is to like create a structure around oneself. Even if you're a dog, you're still mm-hmm. like, I'm going to go to this bathtub. Yeah. I'm going to make my nest in here. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Virtual nest. Uh, when he told me that, uh-huh. I was like, <gasps> I didn't sleep yeah. like all night just knowing that. What was that he that doing under the yeah. ground? What was he doing? They had to get rid of this rat's nest. Oh. It was, I don't know what the situation was where it sure. was underneath and they had to get rid of this rat's nest. Yeah. It was that, was that your rat's alarm? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh-huh. we need to stop talking about this now. Yeah. Horrifying. So yeah. just so you know, if right. you find yourself underground in the dark and you encounter a rat's nest, find a source of light that oh. is the only thing keeping them from, from swarming you. From eating your face. Wow. So sleep well, everybody. <laughs> Happy Sunday. Happy Pride. Yes. Uh, yeah. I hope you have a good time. Oh, okay. Are you okay? <laughs> Do you have more questions about the rats? No, I'm distracted by your nail polish because it looks like you just ate a bag oh. of Cheetos. Oh, I know. <laughs> I went for something bold I like and I it. made a bad choice, I think. But no, really? No, because no, you, you have yes. like a the the. Sorry, I'm just holding oh my God, your hand. Are we <laughs> dating now? Good to Jules, meet you. I found a woman. <laughs> but um, that you have the little sun in your in your sweatshirt and it brings it out because it's the same shade, it seems. Liz, this is why I have you over. Oh, You make me nice. feel good about my choices, yeah. whereas Patty shoots them down. <laughs> well, it's the same color as that Cheeto that's on your foot. <laughs> no, that's a Frito. Very same different. Thing. She doesn't know the whole backstory. Okay. It's traumatizing. We can't relive it right now. Okay. We, have, we, we are sure. on a time crunch. We have oh, a guest here okay. today. <laughs> so I think I'm going to uh-huh. jump in and welcome yeah. so that the people can realize that we have a very special being. All three of them are listening, right? All three. My mother. The big three. My grandmother. Oh, and, that is You a know, big there's going to be some, and like Larry from Three's Company. Uh-huh. So there you go. Yeah. Good for Larry. I'm going to yeah. say it. Welcome to Dear Pod, the comedy advice podcast. Woo. I'm your host, Stevie Wonder. <laughs> I'm Leah Michelle. Of course you are funny girl and we're coming to you from the maha bar in the beautiful pineapple ranch can i hear it what's the idea of this why do you do things like this oh i'm a bad boy (laughs) that actually sounds like jules yeah is that your voice did you record that what was that well this week like my girl uh, pretty much get ready you have said the magic words (laughs) and the magic words this week are us we are bringing you the advice articles of ann landis and dear abby we're dragging them out and we're bringing them to court and we're airing out all their laundry and their dirty bits. And then we're doing interviews with Good Morning America. We're reading <laughs> oh. their articles, damn it. That's what we do this week and all weeks. So please follow us on your social medias at Dear Pod Official, <laughs> on your Insta, your Twitter, your face. We have a website where you can binge every last sexy-ass episode, nice. DearPodOfficial.com. Uh, we have an email address. Vintage, old school. Do people still email each other? I don't know. Dearpodofficial at gmail.com or slide into our DMs and send us an advice question that we will answer right here on the air every week. Our YouTube page, blah 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 blue And finally, most importantly, our Patreon page, patreon.com slash dearpodofficial, where for a mere 3 or $5 a month, you can become a subscriber and get extra special tidbits ooh, in your inbox every week. Ow! <laughs> I just I just make noises. That's yeah, what I do. No, but great. this week we have a very special guest. Who here. is it? Who is it? I'm very excited to introduce a very special guest here in the Maha Lounge this week. Uh she is a fellow comedian. 
who is the winner of the Boston Comedy Festival, way jelly about that. Uh, She is also the winner of the Ladies of Laughter competition. She appears at clubs in New York City and beyond. Please welcome the fabulous, funny lady, Liz Glazer. Thank you. Thank you. Listen to your fans. Thank you. Just beyond this door. Uh They just can't open. Yeah, we just keep them. We keep them in the yard. They're rats. They're Uh, swarming. We are swarming you this week. We are thrilled to have you as a very special guest. Thank you. I'm thrilled to be here. Oh, we have so many funny, fun, entertaining things to unpack this week. Do we? So uh, we do. We have things that we're unpacking because this is the final episode Uh of June, which means that we are saying goodbye to Pride Month. Uh, You all have had your time. Everybody get back in your closets. (laughs) Please, women get March. Could we have a more depressing month? Sure. Sure. Women's History Month. Yeah. Yeah, Which is also ironic because that's all we do now when they take a right away. We march. March. It's a call to action. It's just getting steps. It's just, I know. Yeah. Cardio. Cardio with your (laughs) activism, baby. Sure, sure. Well, February. February is one of the coldest months, so that could be worse. Well, that's Black History Month, and you know that's upsetting, too. Yeah. We get, everybody's getting all, everybody who is not a straight white male is getting the crappy months. Uh February, March. But no, June is a great month for Pride. Sure. It's fun. Yeah. I mean, usually it's warm. Right now it feels like fall. Right. Is anybody concerned about the fact that it snowed this week in New Hampshire? It's snowing <laughs> in New wild. Hampshire right it's now. It snowed in Mexico yeah. City. Huh. Wow. Well, We're all going to die. <laughs> it's very weird to me that gay men and lesbians share a Pride because like the vibes couldn't be... <laughs> more different different. Mm -hmm. like i was once i went to a lesbian bar and on the jukebox at the lesbian bar was the soundtrack from schindler's list like that (laughs) is a lesbian (laughs) like it's just sadder you know like you know lesbians are nearby because you heard the sound of breaking up like it's just yeah and honestly when i i saw that jukebox i was like i've never felt like i belonged more anywhere in my entire life (laughs) But How often do you listen to the soundtrack? I do, no, that's a good question. I mean, four out of four of my grandparents are Holocaust survivors, so I listen to it every day. Oh, okay. That's like right. my go-to karaoke. Oh, my God. Like, now, see. Is my... that your wake-up? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's my phone ring. It's your ringtone. <laughs> ringtone, that's the word. Yeah. <laughs> oh it's my your God. walking on sunshine. You know, <laughs> most people are curling their Bells. hair. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know when you see somebody walking down the street with headphones on and you know they've got their right. music with them, like they're living their right. best life right like i told patty i once saw this girl crossing the street she had her airpods in uh-huh. and she had like this long flowy brown hair and you could clearly see that the song that she was listening to was feel the rain on your skin oh. and she just was like yeah 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 that's a great song listening to schindler's list it's and funny like rocking like down on the street right what are you listening to right now <laughs> schindler's, schindler's list, list. <laughs> what yeah <laughs> oh yeah yeah, lesbian. <laughs> Big lesbian. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which brings us to our theme this week. Because sure. last year for Pride, we went pure gay. Mm-hmm. And this year, we're doing lesbian. Great. Which is why which I Which is thought not pure gay. Pure, yeah. it's, it's just <laughs> it's a little left of gay. gay. Right. Yeah, watered right. down gay. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So, because Liz is a fellow comedian who yeah. lives right nearby me, and she's yeah. a lesbian. It's true. You can't prove that. Did I out <laughs> you right now? <laughs> yes, I'm really happy to be on this podcast so I can finally <laughs> tell <forward>. everybody. <laughs> tell everybody about yeah. Schindler's List being a rockin' yeah. top 80. It's, it's really, it's great. Yeah. If you love comedy, you'll <laughs> love us talking about the Holocaust. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that was both. I was talking to my mother the other day, and she uh-huh. goes, 
she was trying to say that she likes watching documentaries about the Holocaust. Okay. And then, but how it came out was, and this is very typical in like where my mother's thought process is sure. and what gets dumped out the mouth. Got it. She goes, well, you know me. I love the Holocaust. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was like, like mm, okay, you can on. say that here. <laughs> sure. There's a safe sure. space. I right. know our phones are listening. <laughs> I understand you. Yeah. Let's workshop that. Yes. Shall let's we? just go back to one on that. <laughs> right. We? That's so funny. So you're addicted to self-help books. I think so. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That this would be is, a real meta is yeah, like how to quit self-help books. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. That is amazing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. We're learning so much today. So I know. Far. I'm so happy to share about it. But but anyway, like one of the genius tricks. So with smoking, I remember it was like anytime you see a smoker, don't pity, don't envy them, pity them. Because, which is so gross. But like anybody who's read this book, if they're applying what they learned in a conscious way is just like, oh, that person is addicted to devastation. That's what he says wow. about oh smoking in the smoking God. book. Fine. Okay. For whatever reason, it works. So if you see a, a group of smokers this. in front of Scientology. Yes. Isn't that like the most like the biggest conundrums because those people are like the best people possible. Oh, but would you see them there? I like, only see people smoking in front of science. Oh, really? How else do they I just came in here to use the bathroom. Oh. It's been seven years. And then wow. si- I don't know. No, I came in here to use the bathroom, and now I believe that aliens are my ancestors. I mean, <laughs> who knew? Do you know Landmark Forum? Yes. Right. I didn't do it, but I know what it, I yeah. know what it is. I used to work at a restaurant, and every month they would uh-huh. come in because uh-huh. our oh. owner... Oh, geez. Um, sponsored them. Who okay. was a raging asshole alcoholic, yeah. which I think is funny Yeah. for Landmark Forum. Right. These people came in, mm-hmm. all looked like they have just been like, they just saw like a massive car crash with mm-hmm. like, <laughs> like children and nuns. And then at one point they all go outside and smoke. Wow. And I'm like, this is, this is the light, this enlightened group. No. I mean, no. this, whatever fucking cult this I, is. I yeah. doubt anybody who says they're enlightened. Right. I well, mean, me and Patty yeah. talk about this a lot where we talk oh. about the girl who's like, I'm just honest. I'm oh, just, God. I just shoot from the hip. Yeah. It's like, no, Liar. you're a dick. Yeah. That's yeah. what you are. Yeah. Well, then yeah. they try to recruit you. So like I'm working at the bar. And, oh, yeah. and no. Like, of all the people to recruit. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, so what is this little group? Yeah. Like, oh, we're the landmark for them. Like, what is it? Like, talk about it. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Are you interested? I'm like, no. Yeah. Not really. Why? Don't, <gasps> don't want to change your life. Uh-huh. I'm like, yeah, but not like you guys look miserable. No. Right. You look gray. You're, you're gray. And then she's like, let me, give you, let me give you a little example. Uh-huh. I'm like, okay. No, she does look gray. She looks like she had like literally like clawed her way like In, out from of the a, descent. Right. Yeah. Out yeah. of like just uh, like. Yeah. A rat. <laughs> I have 10 cents in a mobile card. My right. husband and I just got in a fight. Wow. Um, <laughs> She's like, okay, so hold up your hand. Or when I hold up my hand, what is it? It's your hand. It's like, and when I do this, I said, it's a fist. It's like, right. <laughs> so what did I do just there? I said, you changed your hand from yeah. from a hand to a fist. And she's like, no, I transformed. Oh, God. I'm I like, would literally oh, okay. be like, what is this? My hand. What is this? A fist. Boom. <laughs> Get That's away from That's why you got to put board. your other hands up to deflect. I was yeah. like, okay, yeah. great. Um, I think I got to go. I have yeah. drinks to make. I, I was just like, this is. 
I fucking talking about? I and get they a all friend. Look like they're white knuckling. Right, right, totally. A friend of mine will call me every few years, and I can tell. I'm like, oh, this is a landmark in the middle. Uh, yep. Call. You know, I'm like, I, and it's interesting because I've never like revisited the topic with that person later. When they're like, done with it? Well, yeah. Just like, hey, remember when you like called me in the middle of your seminar? Yeah. Like, do you regret that? Like, was that weird for you? <laughs> oh, my God. Because I, I mean, I would always take this person's call. Like, even still, I can think of it's two people in my brain who who I remember. And I'm still friends with them. And, and to my knowledge, they're not, like, still doing it. But it's brainwashery yeah, in the creepiest yeah. way. But you see when your friends get taken in by the pod people yeah. because they go yeah. into their script yeah. and they're dead. They become dead in the eyes. Yeah. And I had a friend who got involved with that same sort of like Amway thing. Oh yeah, and he tricked me into going to interesting a, a party. Yeah, where all of a sudden they're like, "You should sell vitamins." Oh, and I've told the story on the pod before, but uh-huh. basically. I'll give you the long and the short. Yeah. I, I was going to this party. I didn't know what was going to be there or whatever, but I yeah. was starving. So I got a huge vegetarian sub that was 90% romaine lettuce. And for some <laughs> reason, I went into this party and I didn't know what was happening. Like yeah. a meeting broke out around me. I, <laughs> I, I squatted on this woman's like couch and she uh-huh. had a coffee table and I opened up this massive sub, like uh-huh. looking back in my head, I'm like, what the f- if I thought I was going to a party, why did I bring my own sub? I don't know. I <laughs> right. wasn't making the right choices. Sure, sure. But suddenly she was giving a presentation and I was eating the loudest sandwich I've ever <laughs> experienced in my life. It was uh, like raw radishes, lettuce, you know, uh-huh. like Pringles. any. Exactly. Right. Like, a couple right. rows of It's like I just have a crash box that yeah. I'm shaking in the yeah. middle. So yeah. I like to believe that I brought these people down from sure. the inside somehow. Sure. <laughs> but yeah the, yeah, the nuts of it. I, yeah. I, I just, but you watch the people glaze over and right. then you're like, there goes my friend. Yeah. And then eventually they come back. But I've yeah. gotten so savvy to it now because we all have that friend. Yeah. That calls you out of the blue. Yeah. You never, we don't talk on the phone, yeah. guys. Nobody talks on the phone. Right. It's similar also with um, people going through program and then they have their amends. Uh, I don't know if you've gotten those calls. Men's? Amends. Oh, no. Yeah. I've never... Nobody's yeah. ever apologized to me for anything. Maybe you don't deserve you an apology. Listeners, uh, <laughs> bring your apologies to me, dear Bonavisual. Like yeah, Gmail.com. yeah, exactly. No, I've you gotten first. those a few times uh, yeah. of just like, hey, I'm really sorry about this thing I did a million years ago. I'm like, okay, are you sorry about calling now? Because that's. <laughs> I totally forgot about that thing, but I don't now, now, now that I remember. Now that I remember, yeah. I want to thank cunt. you. Yeah, like yeah. just like this is awkward. I don't want to talk to you. Wow. Yeah. But you know what? We want to talk to you today because great. we have so great. Much right, right. To I didn't mean to derail I've, us. No, no. This is this is the pod. Okay. This great. is what we do. This is great. podding. Great. This is what the it kids is. say. Okay. Yeah. But I'm very excited. So kind this of like week's, nesting. We're nesting. Yes. We're podding. Mm-hmm. And if yeah. you come near right. us, I will eat your yes, eyes out. Yes, exactly right. If that's you turn nice. the lights off, <laughs> that's how me and Jules start sexy, sexy time. I'm like, hey, turn the lights off. That's a day. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> so you just like go after him? You just devour him? I just eat one eye. Oh. And then he's like, oh, hi there. It's just that one eye though? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Glass. There we go. <laughs> one, just that one eye. Right. There, thanks for pointing I, to I, your vagina. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Speaking of vaginas. Anyway. Uh, it's going to be a very entertaining uh, episode. Very excited. So 
Uh, if you don't know, what we do every week is that we revive the articles of Ann Landis and Dear Abby, but mm-hmm. we pick a theme every week, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it may be. So this mm-hmm. week's theme is lesbian. Mm-hmm. So we have gone out into the ether and we have found articles that are lesbian themed. We read them, we talk about them, we break them down, and we have a good goddamn time doing oh, it because fine. it's pride, y'all. Yeah. And I have to say, I found out, I read an article about uh, there's a Burger King in Austria that is selling burgers uh, that either have... Two tops or two bottoms for the buns in honor of uh, gay pride. Uh, well, and you see how that is um, excluding one half. There we go. Of the And that is a perfect cheeky transition huh. into doing okay. uh, <laughs> articles about lesbian. Lesbian. <laughs> lesbian. Do you want to kick us off, Patty? Sure. This is from the Daily Republican Register, Mount Carmel, Illinois, December 30th, 1994. Dear Abby... I'm a 25-year-old lesbian. Learning to accept my homosexuality was difficult, to say the least. But while I'm finally happy with my life, the misinformation and misunderstanding of homosexuality continues to appall me. Please print this open letter to all homophobic individuals. I am one of three girls raised in a loving family, as close as you could get to the sitcom families of the 1950s. I have never been abused, molested, or raped, nor have I ever had a really bad experience with a male. It was my last boyfriend, and still my best friend, who helped me to come to terms with who I am. Nobody ever tried to convert me to lesbianism, and I know of no gay person who has ever successfully converted anyone else. It's not possible. For many years, I felt there was something wrong with me. I tried desperately to be straight. I even contemplated suicide. I feared my family would reject me, although in the end, they turned out to be very supportive. There was no significant difference in the way my sisters and I were raised. Genetics, nature, or God's will is the explanation for my orientation. My sisters and I are very much alike, except for our sexual preference. All three of us like mysteries, romantic comedies, David Letterman, ballet, and ethnic foods. (laughs) (laughs) Our sex drives are strong, and we all sleep in the nude. No, are you serious? You're joking. Is that real? Our sex drives are strong, and we all sleep in the nude with our lovers. The only difference is that mine is a woman, and theirs are men. Oh, my God. Wait, this brother and sisters are talking about this? Three sisters. Yes. Oh, just this is... A person's... Sexual orientation, be it heterosexual, homosexual, or bisexual, is a natural part of a person that can't be changed. It is God-given. Since it is what nature intended, it should be celebrated. It can't possibly be immoral. Uh. Signed, an Orange County lesbian. Uh. Oh. Dear lesbian, thank you for... (laughs) (laughs) Dear lesbian over there. Dear lesbian. Now I know the title of this week's episode. Dear lesbian. Dear lesbian. Dear lesbian, thank you for your honesty. I've always believed that one's sexual orientation is genetically predetermined before birth. Homosexuals have for too long suffered because of fear, ignorance, and prejudice. Homosexuals are born, not made. Wow, there's so much to unpack uh-huh. here. Well, the main thing is that why are you talking to your brothers or just your sisters about sleeping in the nude? The nude. <laughs> and your sexual desires. Right. Oh, I, you know, after I have a donut, I just really need to get fucked. <laughs> Does we a also donut? love I ballet. Yeah. I mean. Does a donut count as ethnic food? <laughs> <laughs> I guess it could be. What yeah. could be more American? Right. I mean, yeah. Have you well, and your brother talked about your sex drives? I would... I would Burst sooner, yeah, yes, even. walk me into yeah. a rat's nest in and the turn dark. the lights off. Right. I would <laughs> gladly do Let's be done with it. <laughs> Let's be done. Yeah, I agree. Wow. Um, well, okay, first of all. You're a lesbian. So I am a lesbian. Have- You're a lesbian. <laughs> I wrote that. Um, <laughs> okay, like the idea of, first of all, I, I've always thought 
that it's like, did I think, do I think I was born gay or not? I, I, I don't know. You know, I think from, and, and maybe like, so I used to be a lawyer and all this other stuff. And so I always think of it from a rights perspective as well, Ooh. which is like, it doesn't matter whether you were born that way or not. It's just like, um, <laughs> I found your foot, Patrick. Uh, oh, um, well, not but, gay anymore. <laughs> yeah. Color no, me but first of all, so I, I, I feel like I give off a gay from birth vibe, but I, and, and, and in some ways, like I am, but also I had a boyfriend for three and a half of four years of college. That was going to be my question. For yeah. You, oh yeah. 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 So I have had sex with men and I had a long-term boyfriend for three and a half years during like a younger period. Like I had my straight phase during college, uh-huh. which, you know, is usually the reverse, but like, <laughs> I, but like people, yeah, like I think of it as like, at some point I realized that I preferred having sexual experiences with women. Mm -hmm. And then at a later point, I realized that I preferred having sexual experiences that I prefer. Does that make sense? Oh, you're doing the inception thing again. But it's no, but that's how I see it. Okay. And, and which is to say, like, I mean, honestly, I think the analogy is like, I had this whole career in law. It was pretty good. And then I did stand up for the first time. And I was like, oh, this is what like fun and good and whatever could be like. I mean, the first time I ever did stand up, I felt like I was having a professional orgasm. Yeah. Okay. Which was basically a regular orgasm, but I was a hundred percent sure that I was having it. Okay. And you got paid two drink tickets for it. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not even at that time. And for a long time after that, but, and only now sometimes, and I don't even use them. So anyway, but, uh, unless they like charge the drink tickets for seltzer, I'm like, seltzer is free. Come on. I know. So anyway, but it's fine. Uh, I don't have to be cheap about it, but um, (laughs) I'm reading another book. It's called, it's not your money about not seltzer, bad seltzer. (laughs) (laughs) That is wonderful. So anyway, um, but like, I think like when I, when I left law and like started doing whatever it is that we do, you know, saying stuff, expressing myself, like making people laugh, having fun professionally. That was like the moment of, of finding sexual experiences with women. Because I remember the first time I kissed a girl, which was after I broke up with my boyfriend or actually it was like the night I broke up with him the next morning. I'm like, I kissed Marissa. We have to break up anyway. It wasn't nice, but uh, (laughs) we were, we were like kind of going towards the end at that point for a while. But in any event, um, it was, you know, on me. So, uh, but I feel like it was just a way of intensifying joy as opposed to like, I didn't have, a terrible time with my college boyfriend. Like I liked having sex with him. I liked, you know, aspects of our relationship. I loved him. All of that was true. You know, because people are like, were you like faking it? That's like a question. And I'm like, it was three and a half years. Like, what do you think of the Daniel Day Lewis of heterosexuality? <laughs> you know what I mean? But very if, tall. Right. Exactly. And if anyone's casting a straight role, I've lived it. It's my truth. You'll believe me like I was a dressmaker. But anyway, Lincoln too. electric. <laughs> That's me. So, yeah. So it's like it's all of that. Right. Um, but then it got better. 
you know, mm-hmm. and, and same with like career stuff. It's not like I hated what I was doing before, but this just made it better. And you so transformed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I made a fist. Um, and then I punched everybody okay. at the table. Uh, so, but, and the other point on like the gay people can't convert, I'm like, watch me, you know, like when people, <laughs> hold my beer. Yeah, exactly. Like I have a joke that I say, which is that my type is a straight woman looking for a reason to break up with her boyfriend. <laughs> and the reason for that is like, I had that situation where it's like, ugh, he's so annoying. And I'm like, is he? And you know, <laughs> and it's like, were those women gay? I mean, probably, but it's like, I think everyone could be suggestible or at least a large percentage of the population could be suggestible. And so is, it's like the same as self-help books or landmark forum. It's like, yeah, they're converting and brainwashing, but like everything and everyone is. And so the idea of like Abby, I mean, I, I read Abby's response there as just like almost like a glazed over dead eyes script. Like I want to say the right thing uh-huh, uh-huh. because I'm like, you can convert someone. Very interesting. That's what I think. And I I get that you're supposed to say it's gay from birth. And sure, maybe. But it's like, does it matter? For And again, to come back from a rights perspective, I don't think it should matter. Who the hell cares? Like, even if it's not from birth, that doesn't mean that somebody shouldn't be allowed to, like, marry or have sex with who they want who's, like, a consenting adult. Yeah. Right? Well, like my friend Chuck always says whenever mm-hmm. he encounters somebody who may be on the fence, he always says, he's a beer and a shove away <laughs> right. from sleep, you know? You know? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I think there there's a reason why there's like the scale. Uh-huh. Because, right. You know, right. The thing is like women can talk about experimentation or like, oh, I had a girl. Yeah. And uh, True. But guys cannot because right. there's something absolutely yeah. terrible about two men, men together right. than two women together because yeah. it's part of... Uh, straight male fantasies yeah. too. Like, oh, I have these two lesbians. Of course, story, yeah. Which is really messed up. But then it's like, well, I've I've known a lot of straight men that have had experiences with me and I'm like, yeah. hmm, interesting. Yeah. But, but, they, well, right. but I can't like talk about it because even though that's part of my history, then I'd be outing them as someone yeah. who's just, because expl- you, you can't talk about right. that at all. I just right. want to be, I want to <laughs> clarify, like my... I think consent is great. And I think that like manipulating people is bad. We're going to yeah? edit the shit out of that. <laughs> no, no, no. But I, I, I just mean. There'll be no one at your shows. For <laughs> I just mean. Okay. So status quo. Therapy. But, uh, but I just, I just think that like, like conversion and the idea of it, like the way that you say it in, in a, you know, on a piece of paper, it sounds so black and white, but there's all these kinds of brainwashings and manipulations that happen all the time. And my point is just like, yeah, I've dated straight women and I don't think that they were faking it. And I dated a guy in a heterosexual relationship and I wasn't faking it. And so could I have moved the needle of my life and like told myself it's extremely important for me to get married to a man? Yeah, Yeah. I could have. And I would have been at a certain level of happy, right? And it's not to say that now I'm a hundred million times happy every single second, but I think that there have been moments in my life, like notably two, one when I left you know, my former career and the other when I when I left my boyfriend 
And those were moments where I'm like, oh, I see that there's a level of happiness that's beyond what I could have achieved Mm -hmm. in that old life. And those are the moments. And so whenever there's this idea of like, you're born that way, I'm just like, I guess, but like, A, it doesn't matter. And B, it's just like, there's so many micro decisions that point in a direction of where you're actually going to go that you know, heterosexual or homosexuality. I think the only reason it matters to have the conversation about whether someone is or isn't born gay is because someone's threatening to not take it seriously. Mm -hmm. Whereas if we took personal choice really seriously, it wouldn't be the case. And then I guess the response to that is like, yeah, but that, you know, then if somebody converts you, it's not your personal choice. And it's like, I guess that's true. Assuming conversion is like a gun to the head. Right. But it's not, but you know what I mean? But I I think maybe a triggering word is converting conversion. Cause right. In the newspaper now it's like, we're pray the gay away. Right. They're they're like, you know, these homosexuals are going They're They're yeah. I went to a therapist like they're converting. Yeah. They're trying to get our kids to be gay. And it's like, right, right, right. right. And which, which is so offensive because it's like, yeah, I don't think any, no one wants to do that. Number one, number two, um, the process for a lot of people coming out. I mean, yeah. there's a reason why there's a large amount of suicides. It's because yeah. of how difficult yeah. everything about it. Sure. And also conversion therapy doesn't work and it's outlawed. Yeah. And, you know, so it's kind of like that type of, you know, sugar book yeah, does yeah. not work. Yeah. Where I yeah. think there's more, the, the, the bigger issues like bisexuality and the fluidness of, mm-hmm. your, you know, if you're born a hundred percent, if you're like mm-hmm. right out of the vagina, like mm-hmm. I am gay. Mm-hmm. Great. Some yeah. people are. Some people, mm, I sure. don't know. Lexi. I have a friend who yeah. dates men and women. Yeah. And I've always like, doesn't bi always mean, oh, and by the way, I'm gay. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. But then, you, then you're like, oh, that's, there yeah. is like, you realize you talk to more people and you understand like, oh, there is this fluidity. Yeah. That there isn't. It, that's isn't a, Yeah, I think that's, that's better said and that's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but it's too late because we have the edit. That's right. We have the power. That's right, Erica Jane. And we will cancel. And, yeah. you know, well, I have an article for you from the Daily News in Lebanon, Pennsylvania, December uh-huh. 17th, 1979. Ooh, Great year for wine. Yeah. Uh, the title of born. this, by the way, the titles of these things are always genius, uh-huh. at least on the Ann Landers side. Ready? <laughs> Lesbian speaks out. Uh. That's all. Dear Ann Landers, uh. this letter is a response to the homosexual who considers himself an emotional cripple. He said, I speak for thousands, and I'm sure he does. He also said he doesn't want any sympathy or pity, which is just fine because he seems to be feeling plenty sorry for himself. I'm a lesbian, and he was not, it's always the way, they always just like, I'm a lesbian, and he was not speaking for me. I would like to tell him in those thousands he may be speaking for that the closet can be awfully stifling. They just might suffocate and die in there. I urge him and his closet brothers to come out into the fresh air and sunshine. Nobody cursed the homosexual with an affliction. Homosexuality is a preference, not an illness. I chose to be what I am, and I am not ashamed of it. I don't flaunt the fact that I am a woman whose sexual preference is another woman, but neither do I try to hide it. At first, coming out frightened me. I knew I would be rejected by ignorant people, and I was. But my mental health was at stake. My own sister turned her back on me, but she finally realized I was the same person she loved before she knew I was a lesbian. And now we are friends. I don't want to be straight! I'm a normal, healthy woman who happens to prefer my own sex. Once this guy accepts himself, he will no longer be an emotional cripple. 
Perhaps he's crippled because of that cramped little closet he's been hiding in all these years. Please tell him so. Signed, out in the open and happy about it. Dear Out, I am printing your letter because you represent a point of view that deserves to be heard. A great many people, however, do not believe homosexuality is normal and healthy. (gasps) And I am among them. Wow. I never read the rest of this. Wait. What? Beep, beep. Yes. What? Huh. Do not believe homosexuality is normal and healthy, and I am among them. Obviously, you have found the courage to come out of the closet and are happier because of it. I applaud your candor, but surely you're aware that not all homosexuals are lesbian cho- or lesbians choose to be open, nor are they pleased with their sexual preferences. You, I have received thousands of letters from male homosexuals, fewer from lesbians, who are desperately unhappy and will give anything to be straight. Ian! What? Wow. That's unfortunate because everyone that I, since they're twins, her sister does not feel that way. At least Mm. in print. But also, Mm -hmm. as you go along, and this is weird. Although there is a a year difference. 79, 94. Oh. Oh, right. Oh, you mean in that, well... But that's the thing, is as you go along with yeah. her, all yeah. of a sudden people are like, thank you, Anne, for coming out in support of homosexuality. So uh, clearly she must have gotten shade sure. somewhere along the way. You guys, like, let me tell yeah. you, when I'm done teasing this hair, <laughs> I'm going to say Well, maybe that's what fire. she did. She crossed the wrong gate. Yeah. Well, like, or, my interior designer just flamed <laughs> me up. I mean, or maybe she was, like, convinced that she was wrong. I, which, again... Goes to the point of, yeah. you know, not saying that just because you go in this one direction yeah. doesn't mean that you are not capable of yeah. changing somewhere yeah. along Who the way. Who knows? But that's very interesting. That was really a moment in I the letter. Know. And I am among them. And I am among them. Yeah. Nobody Just cursed the homosexual. I mean, yeah. I, I I did think it was interesting. I mean, the lesbian, uh, dear lesbian of this, of this uh, exchange, <laughs> um, I thought it's just like kind of. She seems cool, right? Except for the fact that she wants to control the gay guy, right? Like saying, come out, come out. You can't force a gun to somebody's head like that. And, you know, so that's the part where I was like, I mean, I appreciate that she's writing a letter as opposed to like saying something to this guy because it's kind of like, okay, well, just as it's your choice to be out and open, it's also his that's just it. You yeah. cannot force someone to tell a yeah. story before they're ready yeah. to do it. I mean, at one time I was, I heard like a table once, I think I've mentioned this before. This is really, we were at a diner. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> having an amaretto sour <laughs> and a having, Western omelet. Right. And there was this lesbian couple, <laughs> like, but is, one of them was talking about her husband. I smell a sitcom, <laughs> you know, I smell a pilot episode here. Yeah, with a crossover, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But these guys were talking about, uh-huh. you know, fags and gay, blah, blah, blah. And we're uh-huh. in the Boys Town. Yeah. And I, yeah. I think we had just finished it. I, sh- I was working at a restaurant. Anyway, so these guys are like talking. And you can tell when someone just says, you know, Oh, what if, like the way that someone says fag yeah. or gay, yeah. you just know that sure. this is your hate you, crime. Right. You're yeah. not in You're right a, near it. No yeah. one's like, oh my God, that color is so gay. Right. Like, you know, like, so this fag comes up and it's the way, oh, it's yeah. the, it's the right. way that the fag is yeah. emphasized. Mm-hmm. And I, we we're sitting there and I like couldn't, could not stop shaking. Oh my and God. I, like, I think we have to leave. Yeah. He's like, what's wrong? I'm like, I think we, we should go. Yeah. And we leave and I, immediately threw up <gasps> when I left because I had because you're like okay you're you're out you're supposed to be like this is the best time of your life and yeah. then you realize 
it's like you just won the lottery and also here's your tax bill right and here's you know everyone's gonna <laughs> yeah. come out you know yeah it's kind of like that when you yeah. see everybody for who they really are sure because it actually pertains to you why oh. so yeah wow fun. Wow. Yeah, comedy podcast, everybody. Comedy podcast. Uh, Dear Pod, Dear Pod, the comedy vice so podcast. So we've hit on that. Yeah, dead dads, the Holocaust. <laughs> but I think and good sugar. I, I honestly, sugar. well, I think they're all connected because they I are. really think that it's about like letting people think and live for themselves. Let people be themselves. That's just the bottom line. Yeah. It's like live and let live. Yeah. If you want one thing from the Bible, if you guys like to point to the Bible, yeah. live and let live, damn it. <laughs> oh, but also it's like Bible. you're, right. But you're, I'm sorry that those experiences happened to you. You know, it's fine though. Because yeah, you got out of Chicago. It yeah. makes a comedian, I'm telling <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not a comedian. Well, Let's then hit me with an article, damn it. We have two more articles. That's this is it. from the Monitor, McAllen, Texas, May 20th, 1994. Toddler's lesbian sister has grandma worried about abuse. That's a lot in one sentence. It's a terrible headline. It is. <laughs> Dear Abby, my two-year-old granddaughter is being allowed overnight visits with a young lesbian. Would you or your experts, just spelled X. Perts. Oh, all right. Wow. We know who we're dealing like with here. Like they used to be that... Um, <laughs> Two-in-one shampoo from the 80s, yeah. yes. and now oh. they no longer are. God, you know yeah. the right people to give that <laughs> reference to. <laughs> what would your experts allow a beautiful little girl overnight visits with a lesbian? Well, would you? Okay. Uh-huh. Are the chances of anything happening to her any greater if she were allowed overnight visitation with a straight person who was fond of her? My granddaughter has already been through a lot of unknowns in her young life and needs all the protection she can be given. I know her custodial parent would never knowingly allow her to be in jeopardy, so please tell us if it is necessary to protect this precious child. Ugh. Are there signs that would alert us to protect our children? And is there any dialogue we can use with a child so young to gain insight if anything is happening to her? No name, no city, please. If you print this, sign me, Vigilant Grandmother. <laughs> Vigilant. VG. V- <laughs> I'm a VG. Keep your V. Um, <laughs> dear Grandmother. Your granddaughter is no greater danger with a lesbian sitter than she would be with a heterosexual babysitter. Mm-hmm. Homosexuality, sexual attraction for one of the same sex, and pedophilia, a sexual perversion in which children are preferred sexual object, are not synonyms. A study conducted at Children's Hospital in Denver between July 1st, 1991 and June 30th, 1992 found that of 352 cases of suspected child molestation, only two molesters were gay or lesbian. In the study, 82% of both boys and girls had identified their molesters as the heterosexual partner of a relative or child, of the child. Signs of sexual abuse include antisocial attitude, exaggerated interest in sex or acting out, sex with other children, unusually seductive behavior, fear of intimate contact, refusal to undress for physical education or sports, irritation of the genitals, nightmares, regressive behavior such as acting childishly, crying excessively, and withdrawing into a world of fantasy. I love that you just Mm. read that like that was the side effects of (laughs) Gardasil. Yeah. Yeah, you're like, itchy, itchiness around your crotch, feelings of seduction, seduction, seduction. Wow. One way, one sign may not be so, be a positive indication. However, if a number of signs are present, it is wise to consider the possibility of abuse. <laughs> Consult your doctor. Exactly. Yeah. If before you have starting, loose stools. Before starting with any. The best defense against child abuse is teaching children that if anyone, stranger or family member, touches them in a private they should tell a parent or another trusted child and children should be assured that if they have been molested the shame and blame belong to the adult not the child that's a good answer i agree with that yeah it's it's just i find it i cannot yeah. stand 
especially now, the, you know, the newspapers, like, you know, we're all pedophiles. Right, and right. these are the same people that go to church. And you're like, totally. wow, you are literally in a religion that is known throughout history of molesting children. Mm-hmm. And you are looking at these, and, and you're, and you're, you know, giving them a tithing and all this. Sure. You are willingly going and you, and you believe that. So you yeah. believe this mystical book, The Lord of the Rings Part 2 or whatever right. the fuck it is, Walking on Water and all this shit. Well, yeah, and- th- that was the meme that I posted the other day about the, it was the picture of the church and it was like, and you uh, guys are concerned about men who dress up in gowns right. and try to induct children. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And to, uh, that that narrative has always weirdly been around. And I know some straight uncles you, you would not want to leave a child of anywhere course. near. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's not about that. But I don't know where that all started. But yeah. it's a, such it's such a it's such a blind eye mm. to something because people mm-hmm. are like, you know, everyone is so like they they hold on to that fucking Bible. They hold on to their priests. And, mm-hmm. all, and it's like this organization is closing diocese. Because to pay yeah. for the lawsuits, right. yeah, right, uh, that, that have that, to do with pedophilia that go, that go all yeah. the way through, sure, always. And yet you turn to right. the gay men who I I don't yeah. know. I, I mean, I know some of us scapegoat. like younger gays, but the, like, <laughs> yeah. I just find it so fucking laughable. It's so and so yeah. bizarre. Totally, this totally. Is a comedy podcast. Comedy <laughs> podcast. Everybody. Comedy. Back to the yeah. Holocaust. <laughs> 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 I just find it so funny. Like I, I, I've never, and usually it's gay. I've never heard of like uh, a lesbian being accused yeah. of pedophilia. I don't. I just don't. I don't ever know. I don't know. You know, maybe it's happened. I have no idea. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, well, it's interesting that that was what the letter was about, though. Right. It's yeah. Like, oh, well, this mm-hmm. girl's a lesbian. Right. So can we right. trust her with our child? What of is the thought you can. behind? Like- she can build a smokehouse in five seconds. <laughs> She will fucking deadbolt that. Yeah. I only I want something. lesbian babysitters. That's <laughs> right. amazing. Stay here. How did yeah. you build that panic room? <laughs> <laughs> we had two cardboard boxes in the loaf. I don't know what you did, but my God. Holy shit, it's soundproof in here. And the Ikea dresser that I've been trying to put together for a month now. Amazing. <laughs> That's who you trust. My God. Yeah. Uh, any more thoughts on pedophilia before I give you the final article <laughs> of the day? Um... No, but there is a really interesting Slate article from a few years ago that uh, I always think about whenever I think about pedophilia, which is, it was a guy. How often do you think about it? I mean, Every I guess when, it, when people bring it up. Mm-hmm. but like, There's a book for that. <laughs> Good pedophilia, bad pedophilia. <laughs> but it was this guy who who came out as a pedophile who's never done anything about it and wrote an article about it yeah and it's like really interesting because I think that like you know I don't know the ins and outs of pedophilia but I was really moved by the article because it's kind of like I can imagine that if it is something that's like a predilection it's in your brain it's your thoughts or whatever that that would be really hard if all you see is like the um you know, the, the shaming of the thought, mm-hmm. right. We, as, as separated from the practice. The action. And so, yeah. And it's like, it was a super interesting perspective to, you know, I mean, really brave of this guy. No kidding. Um, because like what more damning thing could you admit than that. And so anyway, I just, I don't remember the article's name, but I imagine it's very Googleable. I, I think you easily. just put in slate, 
Yeah. Pedophile. pedophile. Yeah. Yeah. And then we'll see it. what kind of hits you get yeah. on your Google. <laughs> see right. what kind of yeah. ads you it was get a, on your it was a really, it was and like. So, someone shows up at your door and be like, hi. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think with that, that with these types of things, like, you know, a sexual pariah or a pariah of any kind, like, I, I always take it as like, okay, can I be more empathetic? You know, and like, is there a way for me to understand this perspective that I don't understand more? And even though it's so reprehensible, obviously, like you're, you know, taking advantage of children. Like, are you kidding? But on the other side of it is somebody who's suffering. Mm -hmm. And if there's somebody who's suffering, then is it possible to understand their perspective? And so anyway, I just offer that there exists that article. And I don't think that since it's been written, which is, it's got to be more than, it's like nine or 10 years ago, I think, but uh, maybe a little Where's less. that guy now? Let's yeah, see. right. But it's like, it's not, it's not that there's been any more movement in an empathetic direction. And I wonder, I don't know for sure, but I wonder whether if there were more empathy, there might be less acted on pedophilia. Wow. This spoken like a true lawyer, Liz. Yeah. I don't know. I gotta say. I mean, yeah. Your, your school did a very good job. <laughs> You're seeing all the aspects. <laughs> yeah. I That's think fascinating. About that a lot. Yeah. Uh, so pedophilia, we're going to add that to the list today. Sure, sure. Holocaust pedophilia. <laughs> uh, we're just building up and up yeah. and up. It's for basically the big a finale, comedy which special. Is we, we murder somebody <laughs> at the end of this episode. <laughs> we just sick some rats on them yeah, to I'm just eat them alive. Goat like sacrifice. That. Yeah. So. Right. I have a final article for you. Yes. Are you ready? Yes. It comes from the Pocono Record in Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania. Oh, I April. was just right near there. Were you? You were yeah. in the Poconos? So yeah. much comedy in the Poconos. Yeah, totally. I, I think it goes back to the Borscht Belt oh, days. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that makes sense. good times. Yeah. Good times. But this was from April 13th, 1976. Title, Lesbians Question. <laughs> That's all. Uh-huh. Dear Ann Landers, I live with another woman who has a young female child. Yes, we are lesbians, and I am not ashamed of it. I am very fond of the little girl and consider myself very nearly a parent because of my relationship with her mother. What I need to know is what I should call this child when I refer to her in conservations. I... Wait. Conservations? I think she means... Oh, conversations. Conversations. (laughs) Well, because then I was like, Uh conservator? Like, I was like... I don't know. Well, well, she's a lesbian who is terrible at grammar. (laughs) I don't like to say she is the daughter of my roommate because she is much more than that. I am proud of the fact that she is the daughter of the woman I love and is as dear to me as if she were my own child. I, your suggestions will be greatly appreciated. Signed, No Closets for Us. Hmm. Dear No Closets. The get question, some closets. Get some closets. <laughs> my God, where are you going to hang things? The question you should be asking yourself is why do you feel the need to hit people over the head with the fact that you were involved in a lesbian relationship? She is a bitch. Yeah. The 70s were bad for Anne. I guess. It seems to me that this is a personal matter. In fact, I can think of no matter that is more personal. Since you feel compelled to cut the world in on your sexual preference, you could refer to the child as the daughter of my female love with whom I am living. What? If it's eye popped, card. if it's popped, I don't really, it's kind of long. It's no Hallmark category for that. Yeah. If it's popped eyeballs you're after, you'll get them. Wow. And angry was much more chill on the gay articles when we did them before. Uh-huh. Lesbians, which your lady doth protest too much. I mean, it sounds like she's a lesbian. Exactly. 
She's like, I mean, if you want to talk about the female with love with whom I wish I was sleeping with Ann Landers, I mean, I said too much. Yeah, I think that that may be what is going on. That's my new theory. Yeah, when there's a lot of abnormal anger, do you feel that? Yeah. Like in the gay community, do you Mm. feel like it's a lady doth protest too much situation? Does it set something off in you that makes you go, what is it in you that is being so triggered about this, this topic? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you agree? Yeah. Oh, yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah. Listen, I think it's like I mean, I'd love to, especially when they're screaming, like with with the you know God hates fags things, mm-hmm. blah blah blah. But when they're when you actually can talk to someone and they explain themselves to you, mm-hmm. like their point of view, you're like, okay, and they keep mm-hmm. going and keep going, and then you ask them like the the prodding questions, and you kind of like undo that that knot. You Have know? you done that? Have you actually had conversations with people who are like, you know, we haven't heard from the Westboro Baptist Church in a while, but they're well, out there. Well, it's kind of like, well, you know, you know, two guys together. I'm like, why would you think that I would want to have a vision of you and your wife together? Right. Uh-huh. Right. Right. Yeah. So why would I? So you've actually had conversations yeah. with or people. Or like, well, what about, you know, like, you know, because everyone kind of throws out that pedophilia thing where it's like, you know, I don't. Yeah, you know, some people are like, well, I don't know if you should be around my children now that you're gay. That's so nuts to me. Yeah, which is a which is kind of what I said when I came out to my mom because I didn't really know. Yeah, you you, you definitely change your relationship after you're like, yeah. here's what I'm, here's my truth to you. Sure. And if this is what you believe, whatever, because you you of course expect the worst. Mm-hmm. Um, was that the case with you? Uh, about like pedophilia about coming out. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think about kids? What when it, with the coming out thing? Like did you actually have yeah. a moment where you came yes, out I did. to your family? Yes, I did. And what was the response? Bad. Really? It was yeah, yeah. Well, it was like can you go to this therapist and then Oh, that's, yeah, right. yeah. It's Jonah. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean it was a lot of like what did we do wrong? Where did we do wrong? Like that kind of thing, which I feel like my parents go in that direction and that was always like you know i mean they well my dad is dead now but um they both came around you know so i just also want to say that yeah um but initially yeah it was just like oh my god your life is going to be so hard you really should reconsider because your life is going to be so hard that was kind of the thing with them with every rule Honestly, not just about gay stuff, but also like, you know, it's like you should come home earlier than your friends because it's less safe out in the world after midnight or whatever, you know. And so I think similarly, it was it was about that. It was just like, oh, how are we going to live with ourselves if this is what you're about? Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. And then you have to explain it and then feel guilty. That, right. like, I caused them to feel this shame about them. Well, uh, and also then it's yeah. something on them where, like, they can't say. Yeah. You know, like, oh, does is Patrick seen anyone? Nope. Yeah, right. Well, for wow. me, my wife's a rabbi, and, like, my parents are, you know, like, into synagogue and stuff. And, mm-hmm. like, when I first came out, they were like, Elizabeth. 
And <gasps> my name's Liz, but it's like they paid for every letter. But anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> vowels are expensive. They were yes, like, yes, they are. <laughs> they were like Elizabeth. How can? What are we going to tell everybody? Like your life is going to be so hard. Whatever. And, and what are we going to tell our temple if you're a lesbian? Then I started dating a rabbi. They're like, hold on, we're proud. You know. So, <laughs> so that's kind of that was like, your way yeah, of being like, I'll yeah. meet you in the middle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotta marry a rabbi. A rabbi, literal rabbi. When you yeah. got married, then yeah. did she do your own ceremony? How does it work? <laughs> I mean, that is the joke version, but in <laughs> fact, her boss did. We did it like, I mean, first of all, we got married like in COVID and whatever, so it was like. Oh a guest at our wedding but nice. um in the back area of her temple so it was like a company party basically like a work <laughs> event but um yeah her boss it's a write-off yeah yeah <laughs> the whole thing her boss married us wow. who's also like a dear friend of ours and the cantor you know saying it was you know but these are her colleagues literally awesome. yeah how, yeah. So then how long have you been married two years you? it'll be in please god uh august 9th Yes. Well, yeah. God says, yes, she's a rabbi, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just never like to count, you know, before a date or whatever. Don't but... count your chickens. Don't yeah. count your rats before they eat your eyes out. <laughs> Wowie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, true. And it all comes back it soon really, to death really and does. destruction. Death yeah, really. Well, we have, uh, we have, we actually have two more small segments. I swear ah, to God, we're perfect. bringing this plane in for a landing. Liz Great. is probably like... I had a brunch date. I was supposed to meet a girl at a diner about an hour ago. A three-hour tour. Before she goes with her husband. So every week we take Instagram mail questions from people, and then we'll answer one of them on the air Uh in the style of Ann Landers and Dear Abby. But in order to do that, we have to sing our standard song, which is, It's It's Time for Instagram Mail, Instagram Mail. You've written to us and we brought you into the rat's nest. We've turned off the lights and we're eating your eyes. And they kind of taste like gummy bears. <laughs> which are bad sugar. Like bad sugar. Bad sugar, good sugar. Which ironically is also my drag name. Bad sugar. Nice. Bad sugar. Norepinephrine is actually my drag name. I feel like it's a it's a slow burn of yeah. a drag name. I need a drag name because I'm doing a drag show. If anybody is listening oh, yeah. out there in the... In, uh, yes. Etherland. Yeah. Email us dearpodofficial at gmail.com or slide into our DMs at dearpodofficial. Give us Liz Blaze's drag name. Thank you. And also send us your Instagram mail questions, Please. which will be answered on the app by us. Patty, hit me. Dear Pod, my college roommate insists on decorating her side of our dorm room with pics of serial killers. What? Should I be worried? <laughs> yes. Also, should I tell someone or report it to the housing committee at my school? What is her obsession with serial killers? Signed, sleeping with both eyes open. Oh, my God. Yep, yep, yep. Dear Just, sleep, yeah. what the hell are you wasting a stamp and time on me for? I beat Heather <laughs> faster than semen from a curious teenager. What are you waiting for, the morgue? Yeah. Load up your Suzuki Samurai and get a new room or new school or yeah. new name. That's what She'll I probably would do. find you. Oh, crap. I'll see you on Dateline. <laughs> Abby. Yeah, that's a tricky one because they're going to know. Unless she has a serial killer podcast, there's really no reason. Well, to that that's anymore. what brings me to right. my. This was my answer on this, which you know, again, I want to be Liz Glazer and see all sides sure, of the diamond. Sure. You know. <laughs> okay. So here we go. <laughs> Dear Sleep, since the dawn of the serial killer, there has been no shortage of wackos who love him. In yeah, fact, fair. so many people have fallen for these sociopaths that there is a psychological turn from them, term for them. 
Hybristophilia. That is right. So many women looked at Jeffrey Dahmer and went, sure, he ate Susan's face, but have you seen his pecs? Right. That the APA created a whole category for this phenomenon. Uh Hybristophiliacs are more often than not women. Way to bring down the movement, ladies. (laughs) I think women are attracted to serial killers because they're so organized. They have their own duct tape. Plastic sheeting, sure. their own Home Depot sure. card. Yeah. They clean up after themselves. Yeah. I can appreciate that. Uh, My yeah. jewels once left a cotton of milk in the fridge so long the kid on the side was found. <laughs> so if you can overlook his body-filled hidey hole, he sounds like the perfect man. Maybe that's your roommate's obsession. The only way to know for sure is to talk to Serial Sally. It doesn't need to be confrontational. A uh-huh. simple, hey... So is that Ted Bundy hot or what? We'll get to the bottom of that. Oh, that's a good tactic. You know, you just kind of come in from the side gently. Yeah. yeah. She may be obsessed. She may be into these guys or she may be like every single female age 16 to 48 who is obsessed with true crime mm-hmm. and wants to join the legions of gals who start a podcast about it. <laughs> if that is the case, you got nothing to worry about. But you do have the right to ask her to flip or picture of Charles Manson around. <laughs> that's what my sister asked me to do with my photo of Rudolph Valentino because she claimed his eyes followed her around the room. (laughs) And as nuts as she was, I honored her wishes because my parents were cheap and we were sharing a room. Good luck, you nervous son of a bitch. Hope you graduate soon. And there's one thing to be interested in serial killers and there's another to the pictures because they don't look like normal human beings. Charles Manson? That like one where he just has like crucifix in the middle of his head. That's it's a, a it's a really I would be scared. Oh. <laughs> it's a swastika. Sorry, wow. sorry, you guys. I don't look at the picture. Too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't not. see swastikas. Yeah, I'm um, sorry. I don't see swastikas. I don't see hate. That is really scary. I would be really scared mm-hmm. in that situation. But I think I would. Oh God, I I was gonna say I would think I'd try to be her friend because you're Liz and you're good but, like that. But then I'd be worried. I don't think I'd sleep at all. No, like, but I would definitely leave. Well, what's uh, yeah. worse, having a roommate who has serial killer pictures or yeah. walking in on your college roommate as she was working out to sweating with the oldies? Wow. I'm going to still go I with the I miss Richard killer. Simmons. I know he's hiding somewhere. Yeah, that's what I heard. There's actually a whole podcast about that, and I don't oh. try to endorse other people's podcasts, but sure. holla. Wow. It's called like Finding Richard Simmons, and yeah. it's about how he disappeared from the, right. the world's eye view. And you know what? I think he's he's... Smarter than the rest of us. Yeah. He's like, I've made my mint. Yeah. I'm not going to keep trying reinventing myself. Right, right. You know, I'm not going to be Madonna and have an alien head. Sure. I'm going to take my money. Yeah. And I'm going to live my life. Yeah. And he was unapologetic. It's not like he ever tried to, like, he came out. He'd yeah. always, like, if anyone tried to, like, put him down, like, uh-huh. for being too overtly gay. Yeah. He, like, in his Richard Simmons way, uh-huh. shut it down without yeah. like ruining his brand. Yeah. And because they always, like they roll him out. He's got the short shorts. He knows exactly right. what's happening. He was right. love. Yeah. But you also think about kind of what he did for that community. When you listen to that podcast, you're like, uh. oh my God, he did deal a meal. He taught, there's these women uh. who are like, I never wanted to go and work out because it was miserable. Yeah. So I was overweight right. because, you know, I didn't want to be around people. And he made yeah. it like this safe yeah. He was like the original safe space creator. Yeah. He's like, come and laugh and be stupid with right. me. Mm-hmm. My mother belonged to the Richard Simmons workout And he wasn't shape. ripped oh. either. So it wasn't like, right. I'd work out with my trainer, but I have to go to my trainer before yeah. I go to that trainer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I can look okay for my trainer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's like when you clean your house for your housekeeper. Right. Or when you have sex right before a couple's therapy. I'm just saying. <laughs> Suzanne. Just yeah. like that. See you there. <laughs> 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 
And just <laughs> All like right. That. It is time for us to bring it into home, kids, with our pants full of foam. It is our final <laughs> segment of today, mm. which is <gasps> specialty cocktail, specialty drink. And then we drink some. Yes. Talk about the Holocaust and I like your good sugar, bad sugar, good sugar. Wow. Oh, I was feeling it, you guys. Oh, I don't know what I just channeled there, but I'm feeling the vibe. So, this week's specialty cocktail, in honor of our very special guest, who this is a first ever provided the specialty cocktail for today. She brought it, which is orange and spice tea. That's well, right. Tazo wild orange Tazo tea. wild. Wild sweet orange is oh, what it is. It keeps getting yeah. more adjectives yeah. as we go along. No, no, it's, it just, <laughs> I'm just reading. It's, <laughs> it's Tazo brand wild sweet orange tea. And I, I found it really during the pandemic. It tastes like hot juice. And you don't have to do anything to sweeten it or anything. It's just so good, I think. Um, so, yeah, it's tea. It's just tea. <laughs> it's so much more than tea. Right. Because, look, uh, we have some uh, specialty notes here from my Jules who said he heard that they will go with tea, but James Jules Ferris still isn't exactly sure what a crumpet is. <laughs> That's true. Okay. So for yeah. this, you will need one bag of, say it, say the brand Tazo name. Wild Sweet Orange Tea. Now here's what you want to do in a teapot. Start with fresh cold water and bring it to a boil. In a teacup, pour over tea bag and steep for four minutes. Thank you, Jules. Or forever. Like, I let this thing steep for a long, long time. Oh, you Merrill steep it. Yes, <laughs> I do. Until you develop the Who's flavors steep? of Kramer. Meryl steep. Meryl steep. Here are the tasting notes. It has been said that drinking tea is often believed to result in calm alertness, mm. which makes sense if you think about it. Consider every television show with British people drinking tea in the middle of some chaotic event. That is a very good point, Jules. Yes, yes. They are always so damn chill. Thank you, tea. The term herbal tea refers to drinks not made from Camellia sinensis, an evergreen oh. shrub. Somebody cut and paste this from uh, Wikipedia. Uh -huh. They are the infusion. Camellia grammar what? Camellia grammar. They are the infusions of fruit leaves and other plant pots, uh -huh. such as the steeps of rose hips, chamomile, yeah. or rooibos. Right, oh, right. Rooibos. But this one just, I mean, it's not, I, I don't like a caffeinated tea. Oh, this is decaf? It's decaf. What is yeah. this swill I'm about to drink? <laughs> Here's what else he it says. It tastes like oranges. It's, it's oranges and pretty. Even though herbal tea is also referred to as tea. Most of these herbal teas do do not contain leaves from the tea plant. Mm. Oh, wow, he really okay. learned something. This tea that we are enjoying today is a beautifully balanced blend of zesty, citrus, and luxurious yeah. spices. I think it's great. And an orange peel has been an essential ingredient to teas for years. Oh. They provide a balance of sweet and tart that puts a party in your mouth and no one else is invited. Now... Let's get those pinkies in the air and pass me one of those adorable little cucumber sandwiches. <laughs> chin chin. Thank you, Julesy. Yes. For making thank this you. hot, oh, hot tea. It's really fucking hot. You know, it's really like I can't get it near my face yet. Have you started sipping? Yeah, a little bit. Oh, it's uh yeah, maybe like small sips. Ooh. You like it? 
I make, love that. Isn't it good? That's a oh my god! To tea. It is. It's like it because it hit me right in the jaw. It's really good. I'd love to do that. Wow! Hit me right in the jaw. And it's it's See not my hand? sweetened. <laughs> it's not sweetened, but it's so it's naturally nuts. flavorful. It's not Jody sweetened. Yeah. Mm. So but, I'm a big. I mean, why fan. isn't she have a tea? Jody, Jody sweetened sweeten tea. Unsweetened mm. tea. Jody sweetened low. That's a good. There you go. Point. But Remember when like Shared did equal orange? commercials? Speaking of. Oh really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. How did they nail down share for that? They were like, I know. She had yeah. a house in Malibu that she had to pay for. Absolutely. Yeah. She's, She's like, like, I don't oh, eat sugar. Oh, what does equal? Jennifer Aniston need the money for? Like with all houses. the commercials. All the commercials. The, all of them. The Smart Water, the Avino. Yeah, it's just a lot. She's like, putting her name on everything. She, I want If I'm ever friends with her, yeah. I'm going to go to her house. And I'm going to rip open every cabinet. I'm like, yeah. I knew it. Twinkies. Fucking Avino in your house. You don't <laughs> use shit. Yeah, but it's it just seems like a lot. Talk about a serial smoker. She's a chain smoker. Yeah. No shit. Well, you know, she you, you gotta like have. She's a got like a vice. softball in her throat. Yeah. Really? You know, I have this question. Yeah. Yesterday, um, when I leave my house, I turn on Yacht Rock for Jenny to listen to, and I mm. think she's gonna like hang herself. Jenny she's is like, her dog. I swear his to God, dog. if okay. I hear this Got it. one Got song, it. Midnight I at love the Oasis, one more time, <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking right, kill right, the both right. Of you. Is that Phil Collins? I'm gonna, I'm gonna rat the both of you while you're <laughs> sleeping. Uh-huh. So, um, for whatever. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't. Anyway, so there was a Celine Dion song that comes out. Good. And I don't know what it is. Sure. Um, but I'm like, listening to it, I'm like, how the fuck does, like, what would, what was she thinking? Yeah. Like, her, like, in the middle or, like, the end of the song, it's like, runs for days. Right. And you, you're just like, how does this, she can't possibly still sing like that. Right. right. Oh, you yeah. Know? There's no way that she does. I saw her in 2018. She was amazing. <gasps> Where'd but you I mean, see her, Vegas? Don't you think yeah. she's tracked at some point? Yeah. There the, must be some sort of track. Maybe. I mean, but she, I love, well, I, I I imagine, do you love Celine also? I mean, I have feelings for her. Okay. You don't love her? But you I still want to see other no, people? No, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm just, it's like yeah. Kelly Clarkson. I don't right. really own it. I respect yeah. it. Okay. And yeah, I'll probably listen to it. And I yeah. know probably a lot of the lyrics, especially. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, anyway, but I'm just kind of like, I'm amazed that this woman, like every song, like she must like look in the mirror right now before she's going stage. Like, what was I think, Renee? <laughs> right. Renee, what was I thinking? I have yeah. to sing back to back song. I have to sing that one. Of, what what's that huge belty song? Huh. Where does my heart beat? Something like that. Okay. Or like I don't want to be alone anymore. But you know? I feel like okay. she's okay. muscularly conditioned in yeah. a way that is. Well, but there's like, there's also this interview, um, that a friend of mine, uh, uh, well, I don't know that we're friends. I think he's amazing. Um, a drag <laughs> you don't queen. want to out him as a friend. No. Well, well, I don't know that he would agree with that. Not that we're not friends, but like, I just thought he was amazing. Um, his name is, uh, Justin Nakos, but he is Chelsea Piers, the mm-hmm. drag queen. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And I used to like open a drag show for like three months in 2017 and I would like do five minutes of stand up and then whatever. And he was often on the show. She as Chelsea Piers and did a whole. Yeah, it's really good. Um, she had a solo show about how she didn't get picked for Drag Race. Uh, and I never saw it because I wasn't here at the time. But, like, I imagine it's amazing. Anyway. It's but, probably why he doesn't consider you a friend. 
<laughs> right. Maybe. I, I just think show. he's like the best, but he does Too a Celine like <laughs> thing. And part of it has this interview where I think she's talking about the Titanic song. And she says like, yes, it's a very hard song to sing. It is a hard song to sing. And so I think that my response is the athleticism of singing for her is like fun and mm-hmm. the sport of it. Oh yeah. But but I don't know. I'm not saying yeah, right. one song. Right. The so many. Her canon. Yeah. Her canon yeah. is literally like. Yeah. A canon. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's literally like someone would be like, I can do that. I can do that. And then it's like, oh, then I had that oh shit song. It's right. like Dina Menzel. Like, I can sing under here. And then I got to yeah. fucking nail this. To, uh, yeah. I mean, like, it, you'd gravity. think that she would just put like right. twinkle, twinkle, little star. Celine, has, yeah. Celine in concert has 14 defying gravities. Yeah. So That's you're fair. like, Right. Like what? The, well, it's that's like why I'm Mariah like, too. Listen. Oh my yeah. God. You have no idea what rat's nest you oh, just really? walked into. Listen. Turn the lights off. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I know that Mariah tracks some things. Okay. So that's why. Okay. And as a famous choreographer on the Broadway uh-huh. said that most people who uh-huh. are in Vegas track yeah. because. To survive it. Right. Yeah. You've got eight shows so to do or whatever. most people in Vegas right. track. Yeah. And Celine. Does not track. Yeah. So I'm thinking that she might. I think yeah. we need. There but I mean, has also like as women, as us. women age, they're yeah. boy, you, you, you know, they they don't sound the same. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. So there's no way that she could sing. Why are you looking at me right. when you say that? You held uncomfortable eye contact. <laughs> because I have an erection now. <laughs> <laughs> don't turn. Don't threaten me with a good time. Uh, tell the good people at home where they can find you, follow sure. you, see your shows. Of Please course. go see Liz yes. live oh. in person. She's a blast. I mean, I met you, dead. I think, in Boston. Doing oh, yeah. Shows I think Boston. that's right. And so I've always connected you as a Boston yeah, comedian right, in my brain. Right. But not, not the case. Yeah. You're city-based, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so tell the good people. I, the best way is just to go to my website. It's Dear Liz Glazer, D-E-A-R-L-I-Z-G-L-A-Z-E-R, DearLizGlazer.com. And from there, I'm at Liz Glazer on Instagram and TikTok. I'm at Elizabeth Glazer on Twitter because I feel like I'm in trouble there all the time. <laughs> um, and, More letters. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. My full name. Yeah, that's it. Oh, and also the other thing that we ask yeah. all of our guests, not to put you on the spot on mm-hmm. this, uh, everybody who comes in to the Maha'a Lounge gets the same question. Mm. Because this is a comedy advice podcast, mm-hmm. not just not Holocaust and rats, sure. we give you everything. Yeah. Right. What is the best piece of advice you have ever received? It can be in anything, in career, in love, in life. Huh. I mean, the one that's coming to mind now is... Somebody said to me, you can always break too early, but not too late. And yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. But go on. Yeah. And so I think about that because I started comedy when I was 33 years old. And so that's like older than like. 90% of the people who I see it, you know, like an open mic for sure of like 19 year old boys, basically who are like doing comedy stools. Yeah. 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 And, and that's fine. And there's, you know, really great, uh, insights that can come from watching those humped stool sets. Um, (laughs) I learned a a lot about myself. Yes. Yeah. But, but anyway, like I, I mean, I started really early when I was teaching law. I was like very much like the youngest person by a bunch, like for a while at school. And I had like pretty like early success in the sense that, you know, I kind of, I don't know, wrote a thing and it like did well and whatever, just sort of the currency of that profession. And 
And I felt like my success outpaced my passion for what I was doing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so I think ultimately like that kind of got the best of me because I, you know, left. And when I started doing this, I just was like, you know, I'm not saying I don't want to be successful, but I really want to feel connected to like every part of it. And that's fine. But then sometimes in, you know, now sometimes like I'll feel like, okay, well, but should I have been more successful before right now? Like, is it too late? And, you know, I'm human. So I have those types of fears sometimes. And I, and I listen to that piece of advice of you can always break too early, but not too late as a way of like, I don't think it's a way of like, so don't do anything. Like I, I work a lot, you know, and I work at what I do a lot, but I try not to obsess over the, whatever we're going to call making it aspect too much because of that. Yeah. Quote. And, it, and that quote tempers yeah. The, yeah. the voices in your head yeah. to go, that's not the point. Yeah. Just keep going forward. Yeah, exactly. Actually, I'm going to take that with me to the grave. Please. So thanks the for joining three. our Holocaust podcast, uh. everybody. <laughs> and uh, follow Liz. It's going to be a grand old time. Thank you so much for Thank being here. Thank you for having me, both of you. You're awesome. All and the, that guy. The big three of you. <laughs> <laughs> the big three. This episode of Deer Pod is mixed and edited by Jim Ferris and is a property of Pineapple Ranch Productions.